0: what's going on everybody it's episode 60 of the audible farm podcast and this episode is brought to you by couch town coffee uh i know everybody likes to fast forward through the intros i don't know how many people are doing it but if you haven't been here before Couchtown coffee has uh, been with us for a while they've been helping me out uh getting the word out there about podcasting and uh this podcast and every you know it's pretty much everything music and entertainment related just, they've been fueling me on the go with their delicious, delicious coffee. So I want to say super shout out to Couchtown Coffee. If you've never checked it out, I uh, highly suggest it. Go to facebook.com and then uh, look for Couchtown Coffee, or go to www.couchtowncoffee.com. They roast coffee beans, and they will send them to your house. You can have coffee at your own house at your leisure. And make it yourself, and it's it's amazing. It's easily the best coffee I've had shipped to my house, and uh, it's the best coffee I I drink uh, at currently. I guess like I don't really drink a whole lot of other coffee, other than maybe if I'm on the road and I go to a gas station, then I'm just kind of like, buh, you know. Um, this isn't Couchtown. So check Couchtown Coffee out. Go to their website. You can find the Our Coffee section on their website, and it'll uh, have a list of all the coffee they have available at the moment. You can make an order. And because Couchtown Coffee is so awesome, this week they're offering a promo code, and you can save 20% on your order. That's correct. 20% on your order at couchtowncoffee.com. All you got to do is when you make an order, just mention uncle. Just mention uncle. Um, that's going to be like the code word, I guess. Uh, just uncle or uh, tell them the Audible Farm podcast sent you and then say, uh, I listened to the uh, the episode that said uncle. And I'll save you 20% on your order. Hard to beat that. Uh, it's, it's pretty wild that a couple of grassroots campaigns kind of like the Audible Farm podcast here and Couchtown Coffee have teamed up and Couchtown's even offering... 20% off their goods. So it's highly suggested you check it out. If you drink coffee, everybody drinks coffee anyways, but if you drink coffee in the morning, check out that Couchtown Coffee, go to www.couchtowncoffee.com, enter the code word UNCLE. And why is the code word UNCLE? That's a pretty good question. Um, I guess if, if you notice the names in the podcast, this is the first time I've done a podcast where I did two individuals at the same time. So uh, that's pretty cool. I interviewed Liberty Ware and Jada Garcia. Both are instrumentalists in... Uncle, the punk rock band out of the Atumwa area, and uh, I have never seen Uncle play live, but I check their stuff out online, and I really dig it. It's available pretty much anywhere. We kind of talk about that in the podcast. We talk about how these two young ladies met, um, the struggle to f- find a complete band. That's always something that's that's difficult. It's never. I mean, it's never easy to find um, enough people to play all the music you need to play. Uh, you know, I don't know. Everybody's been through the struggle of trying to find musicians to fill out the band, but they've been just chugging away at it. They're starting out on the scene and they're doing a really good job. They're playing shows with uh, bands that I've interviewed before, uh, people that I've interviewed before. It's it's really cool. Um, hopefully, we can get in touch with them and play a show with them sometime with Three Finger Betty because I feel like uh, the punk rock community is going strong right now in uh, Central Iowa, all the way down to the Atumba area. It's blowing up. I uh, believe I saw a show coming up with, let's see here, America Chur, and uh, let me let me just pull that up here. I'm gonna pause it for a second. All right, I'm back. Uh, I I found the show. It's December 7th at Rides Bar and Grill in Fort Dodge. Um, check this out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be great. It was a uh, Bane Marie. Uh, they're from the Iowa City area. I'm not. sure exactly where they're out of but i know they're from that area somewhere in the quad cities to iowa city to a tumwa area i know that's kind of a wide berth for anybody that knows iowa but uh america sure hold for swank whiskey shakes bain marie that's in fort dodge iowa on december 7th it's a saturday Holy cow, I guarantee you this show is going to be awesome Uh, you know what the worst part about this show is i've got a show in des moines that night So I won't be able to make it So if you're in des moines and you don't want to drive check out that three finger betty show That's going to be a great one. Otherwise, uh, it is heavily heavily suggested that you check out that show in Northern Iowa featuring uh, Americature, Hold for Swank, Whiskey Shakes, and Bain Marie. I know that there are some ties to the Fort Dodge area for a lot of those bands, and I have actually interviewed... uh, Let's see here. I've interviewed Jared Hart from Americature, and uh, I've interviewed Alejandro Trevino from the Whiskey Shakes, and I've even interviewed Eric Nelson from Hold for Swank. He was one of the... uh, you know, Eric and... Let's see. There it is. Jared Harp was episode 20 and, uh, Eric Nelson was episode 13, so huge shout out to those guys because, um, you know, it's been a while since I've seen Hold for Swank play, and I, I need to get me some Hold for Swank. So if you uh, haven't seen them yet, check it out. All those bands are going to be great. That's going to be a great show. This is a long, long intro, and I don't know why I'm rambling about that, but uh, this week I'm sitting down with Liberty Wear, Jada Garcia. They play in the band Uncle. You can find their music online. We talk about that in the upcoming podcast. We talk about all sorts of things. This was a really fun podcast. I've never met either, either one of these ladies. Uh, I've never even seen uncle, but I know who they are just based on going on the internet and, uh, finding their stuff. So it's really cool. I, I highly suggest you, uh, check out uncle live if you get the opportunity and, uh, check out their music too. Cause it's, it's really neat. I, uh, I really enjoy it. All right. This is episode number. Oh yeah. It's episode number 60. And uh, I'm sitting down with Liberty wear and Jada Garcia from uncle. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. All right. All right. uh, Sitting down today with Liberty and Jada from Uncle, the band. Where are you guys uh, originally out of?
1: Atumwa, Iowa.
0: Atumwa, Iowa. What's the deal with Atumwa lately? It seems like as of the last year or two, there's been a lot of bands coming out. Oh, let me rephrase that. A lot of good bands coming out of Atumwa.
1: Hell yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, we play with them. TV Cop, Druetta Oaks, stuff like that. Young Honey, he's like a SoundCloud rapper indie guy that we're friends with. We just played our EP release with him. Oh, we cool. love him. Yeah, he's great.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, like uh, totally. How like what's the deal with the scene down there? It seems like they're. I mean, I'm not. I'm kind of new to the scene as of the last like three years or so, but it it seems like it's just been blowing up.
2: I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of musical inspiration down here. Yeah, there's a lot of different places to play. Like they have a lot of open mics at the Market on Main. Then there's the Eagles Club and Pallister Brothers, and they're just there's a lot of places. Where you can just totally hang out with other musicians and such. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I
1: think there's a lot of inspiration down here because it's kinda crazy. <laughs> you
0: <Yeah. laughs> know.
1: There are a lot of a lot of meth and stuff. So, you know, there's a lot to write about. A lot yeah. of crazy shit.
0: Yeah, I could definitely feel that for like uh <laughs> as far as like the angst that a community can bring based on like certain people <laughs> that are in the community. It's oh, it's yeah. definitely a thing like uh
1: it's a seedy place (laughs) yeah
0: i i totally understand uh three finger betty like a lot of our songs um it seems like we're taking like pot shots at people but it like a lot of the people in some of our you know like the majority i'd say like nine out of ten of the people that we mention in our songs are like real people that are just kind of shady people that um, (laughs) somebody had seen out in public and wrote a song about and like i mean it's I don't know. It's nothing against the people of the area and the neighborhood and stuff like that, but it it's just a thing, you know?
1: No, totally. We get that. We have a
2: couple of songs about different people.
1: Yeah. Or just like... Events. People that aren't real, that are just like stereotype people. Like we have a yes. song called Randy. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Randy. We haven't recorded it yet. We just play it live. And it's just about like the ideal like conspiracy theorist uncle oh,
0: okay <laughs> it's yeah, 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 that's it's hilarious a
2: stupid song <laughs> everyone loves it though it's
0: like those are the best songs though i feel like the songs that just kind of came right off the cuff and aren't supposed to be serious are the ones that people it's like they know they're yeah. not supposed to be serious
1: it's so goofy and people always ask they're like who's that about and it's just like everyone <laughs> <Literally>.
0: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so you guys uh speaking of having songs recorded I did hunt down your guys' new EP online. Um, what's the name of the EP so other people can, can hunt it down, too?
1: Um, it's called You Don't Scare Me by Uncle. It's on everything, including TikTok. <laughs>
0: is it really on TikTok?
1: Yeah, it's on
2: TikTok. No
1: way.
0: <laughs> well, I guess TikTok is kind of taking over now. It's pretty weird. <laughs>
1: yeah we had to have it on there totally make tiktoks of the songs make us a meme
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude that would be so awesome i mean i don't even have a tiktok but i just uh (laughs) like i follow a lot of people that uh either have tiktok or uh podcasts that talk about it and show clips from it and stuff it seems like a pretty wild (laughs) area
1: (laughs) yeah it's crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how did you guys all run into each other originally um I'm assuming there's more I, to the band than just you two, right?
1: Um, we've had a few bassists. Quite a, a, a <laughs> total of three. three.
2: In a year. And a, less than a year. <laughs> less than <laughs> a year. Um, at first, me and Liberty went to Tum went Together schools, and I hated her at first. <laughs> I just hated her for no reason. <laughs> and then, like, in uh, high school, we started being friends in art, art like, class. Yeah, art class. Yeah, and... Um, we started hanging out and going to concerts together, and she had a drum set, and I didn't even know how to play the drums, and then we're like, let's start a band, <laughs> and then we made Randy, and um, then we added David to the group. He's uh, He was our first bassist.
1: We love David. We love David.
2: <laughs> we're so cool with David, but he had other intentions of being like in a metal band. He was more into that genre instead of our genre. Yep. Um, so he was in a band, and I was... Oh, Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines, and then we had Haley. Uh, that didn't end well. She. We've had
1: a lot of basses. And, <laughs> and now like it's like Spinal Tap, you know, when all their drummers explode <laughs> and shit. It's like that, but with basses.
0: Uh, legit, <laughs> just tipped and. back in my t- chair and laughed at that one. That's good stuff.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. All um, Spinal Tap. Now
2: we have Salem playing.
0: Up, sorry, go for it.
2: Oh yeah, sorry. We just have Salem playing for us now and uh he's really good
1: yeah he just like comes in and knows the songs like first practice and i'm like oh he's great i love Salem. Salem's great we love Salem
0: yeah there's nothing better than like trying out a new member in a band and having them show up and already know like all the material
1: yeah it's just great
0: yeah (laughs) it's awesome
2: it's everything we've ever wanted yeah
0: so to all the (laughs) aspiring musicians out there that that might be something to kind of aim for i do know that like uh When I did the three finger Betty tryout thing they were just like dad just come over and jam And it was like well I know like 13 songs of yours already so let's uh let's just play any of them (laughs) you know
1: hell yeah that's good that is good
0: yeah it kind of takes a little pressure off the other guys because they're just like what songs do you know and someone oh you know I only know two and it's like okay I guess we'll play two songs over and over again for an hour you know or yeah you know so that's kind of that's kind of cool that like you guys Grew up originally not necessarily being friends and then kind of found <laughs> common ground uh through art and music.
2: Yeah. Totally. It's a good time. I started being okay with her just because she was wearing a green day shirt, so nice. <laughs> nice. I was like, I mean, I guess she's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh what what kind of music do you guys all listen to then? Let me ask you that. Do you like did you find common ground between the bands that you two both enjoyed? <laughs>
2: I think so. Yeah. Um, a big one for us is Queen. We love Queen. We um, don't sound like Queen, but no, we like we Queen. Love Queen. <laughs> we like Queen a lot. Uh, MCR, because, you dumb. know. <laughs> <laughs> and like a lot of punk musicians, like Fiddler, Swimmers. Like,
1: all the like California, like surf punk bands. like Yeah, yeah like Fiddler, Swimmers, Surf Curse, all that kind of like, yeah. you know. All that good stuff. I love California surfy punk. Whatever
0: you want to call it, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 apparent in your music. Actually, like when I was listening to your EP, I could I could hear dashes of like certain genres coming in, but I couldn't quite nail down exactly what I would call like one specific genre for your music. So you kind of remind yeah. me a little. You remind me a little bit of like, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, you remind me a little bit of like uh, the '70s female-fronted like punk-ish bands. Um, Hell yeah. if that makes any sense. <laughs> Thank you. And then you lean, no, totally. you lean like all the way through the genres somewhere towards like the 1990s, like, uh, garbage. Do you remember garbage? The band, it was a female fronted band.
2: I
1: don't know them, but I'm gonna look them up after this.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's somewhere in between there and I can't quite put my finger on it, but it's really good stuff. So like, what would you guys lean on as like your inspiration for music?
1: I'm going to have to go with Fiddler, because they just look like they have so much fun on stage playing yeah. their stuff. Like I love Fiddler with all, all of my fucking heart. We're all
2: about like having fun with our music. We don't care about what specific genre it's supposed to be. We're just like, here's a song. Here's Let's a song. Let's see what we can do with yeah. it.
0: That's awesome.
2: It's just... Yeah. I just want to write stuff that's fun to play on stage, you yeah. know? If it's fun to play... I don't want to have to, like struggle to play a song like it's incredibly hard and straining to play yeah
1: i just want to not think about it and just get up and just have like a good time and make sure everybody else is having a good time because i think if i'm having a good time then other people are going to have a good time you know
0: that's very noted um geez excuse me so like if you're on stage and you're playing music and you don't look like you're having any fun a lot of times people in the crowd will just kind of take to that and they also don't look like they're having much fun But if you're up on stage, I mean, you don't have to be like jumping around and throwing your guitar and have pyros and do like big David Lee Roth kicks and stuff. But, you know, if you're on stage and you're having a good time playing the music that you're playing, it translates really well to the audience.
1: Totally. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And that's why a lot of our songs, I don't think we take ourselves too seriously, like lyric wise. Like a lot of the lyrics are funny and they're meant to be, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, funny lyrics or or not being serious, because I'll tell you what, like, the older you get, the yeah. less, the, the more you realize, like, being serious doesn't always come into your benefit, because, I don't know, through most of my 20s, I was just, like, this hard-headed, like, like super serious guy, <laughs> and now it's just like, bah, I don't care, it's it's whatever.
1: Totally, man, yeah. we're, like, we're goofball. That's the vibe. <laughs>
0: that's, that's perfect, so, like, that that'd be a great, like, <laughs> You guys would be a great addition to pretty much any punk show with an attitude like that, just kind of goofing off and having a good time, and that's pretty much what everybody else at a punk show is looking to do.
1: Hell yeah, thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what uh, What was like your first show? How did you guys go about booking your first show? Let me oh, ask you that. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> Our first show was actually an open mic at the Market on Main, which is this place that we have here that... They have open mics, <laughs> and it was terrible. It
2: was so bad. It was worst. We have a video. Um, we have a video.
1: Um, <laughs> we play Creep by Radiohead. And then Randy. <laughs> and we didn't have drums or bass. It was just Jada singing and me like playing guitar really awkwardly because I was terrified. <laughs>
2: we had boas. And...
1: Yeah, we wore feather boas and like sunglasses. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Christmas time.
0: That's awesome. I've actually been down to the I market. Know. I've actually been down to the market on Maine once. Um, it would have been about a year and a half ago. Maybe I saw uh, the show that TV Cop named themselves TV Cop because originally they were sports team. Yeah. And so nice. I I went down to the show where they were going to announce their new name and it was one of those deals where it was like, ah, I was kind of close to the area. I was in Iowa City that night and I was like, ah, I'll just cruise over. It's only like about an hour. So cruised over and watched those guys play. That's a nice place. They got there on Maine.
2: It is, yeah. Totally. Um, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but it's closing. Yeah. It's going oh, up no. for sale at the end of the year.
0: So where I know. so where's everybody gonna play down <laughs> yeah. there now?
1: Eagles. The Eagles Club has a rock night, which is actually pretty good. They have a really good like sound system. Yeah, it's really nice.
0: Yeah, that's it, always yeah. That's always a huge benefit. It's always a huge benefit if you go to a yeah. like a club or a bar or something like that and they have their own sound system.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
0: Have you guys For ever played sure. at a place where that doesn't have one and you had to rely on bringing your own or using <laughs> another band's PA system?
1: Yeah, we played at like Palliser Brothers, which is a bar here that makes like draft beers or what's it called? Craft. I can't think of the words. Craft. Craft and beers. we had to bring our own PA and it's, our PA sucks. And no one could hear us. <laughs>
0: That's
1: <Yeah>. the story. <laughs> about,
0: yeah, I mean like that's always like the worst I mean, yeah. part about bringing your own PA though, is like the fact that if somebody has like an in-house PA, they don't have to move. Usually it can be a pretty nice PA, but if you've got to make it portable, sometimes yeah. you end up compromising quality of sound.
1: Totally. And we played at Hopestock actually, which is this festival they have here for all like the punk and like metal bands, just all the rock bands. And I think the PA broke and then somebody had to go get one. Like West from Jaretta Oaks had to go get one. But apparently, he didn't have a driver's license, so he was driving. <laughs> yeah. And then his car ran out of gas. And it started storming really bad. Like, we thought there was going to be a tornado and the fucking barn was going to, like, explode or some shit. Yeah. And then there was no PA for, like, an hour. <laughs> we had to leave because, like, the barn was, like, going to fall over. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it was a fun day.
0: <laughs> I remember seeing some posts from... uh that show uh, online i think maybe tv cap guys had posted some stuff about it but that looked like a fun show
1: oh yeah it, it was, was a lot of fun yeah it was hot it was fun it was good <laughs> is <laughs> that slip a and slide <laughs>
0: oh really <laughs> is that like a yearly show yeah. they put yeah, they on there?
1: At- yeah. yeah i think so i don't know how long it's been going probably like 10 years or something
2: yeah they said like 10 years and it's fun mm-hmm. and they have like all the bands and
0: yeah <laughs> sounds like a good time uh where did you guys end up recording your first album you're like a uh, your ep um, or maybe even your single where did you record the single at
1: um we recorded everything at strange bird recording in centerville with travis
0: oh cool uh is it uh was it travis atkinson
2: yes that is his name
0: yes very
2: nice <laughs> he did it for free he was very kind
0: yeah the the guy is super nice i've contacted him a couple times um prior to doing skype interviews we were going to try and meet up and do a face-to-face interview but now that i'm doing skype i might as well hit him up because it's tough for me to get down to your guys' area to enjoy your music which is a a sad state of affairs because like i said earlier in the podcast you guys got a lot of cool stuff going on down there hell yeah so I he, mean, I
1: think a lot of the bands here do play in Des Moines and drive around. Like, Young Honey, I know, played yesterday in Des Moines. TV Cop plays in Iowa City all the time. So it's not hard to catch our shows, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm, Des Moines is usually the area I spend most of my time in since, you know, I'm like, I'm in northern Iowa. And for me to drive to, like, Ottumwa would be, oh, you know, three yeah. and a half, four hour drive almost. So.
1: Yeah. Dang. But yeah. yeah. It,
0: it's a little unfortunate, but. Uh, I mean, it'd be awesome to see you guys uh, playing in Des Moines. Have you guys played a show in Des Moines yet?
2: Um, A few. Yeah, we've played a few. I'm trying to think of... The first show ever was at Rats Underground Records. Cool. It was freezing cold.
1: <gasps> yeah, that was a fun show. It was, like, I think the last one at their, like, um, brick-and-mortar store before they moved to, like, the mall or whatever. Yeah, you know, the and... entrance
0: was through the back door.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. And what happened was there was no heat, okay? Yeah. And so... It was like our first like big show and we were like super excited and the guy Rat he was like going to like not have it cuz there was no heat he's like it's freezing we can't have a show in here and we were begging Kobe from Astro Bastards we were like please Kobe please let us play it's our <laughs> first show and so Kofi, I think, like, bribed him, like, $100 to let us play. And then we got there, and it was so fucking cold. <laughs> I couldn't feel my limb. <laughs> Honestly, it was worth it. <laughs> it was, though. It was a really good show. You know, that's a fun I place,
0: would- though. Like, the, I don't want to say the old Rats Underground. But, yeah, like, the one you guys were talking about that uh, had the back entrance with the, the record store at the brick-and-mortar building. That was That was a fun place, because it seemed like no matter how small the show was, there was a decent turnout.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Totally. We had a bunch of people there, and it was, like, freezing cold, but people...
1: people were, I didn't tell them that there was no heat. But they, my friends got there and were like, it's so cold in here. I'm like, yeah, there's no heat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they came and they
1: stayed, though.
0: That's so. good. That's good. That always seems to be the hardest totally. part about playing shows is, uh, like, I made a meme about it, but I didn't put it out online. So, like, y'all know that SpongeBob meme where it's like, I'm a head out? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I made one of those that was, like... Um, four seconds after your best friend's band gets done playing, I item going my head out. It seems like that seems that. to be a thing quite a bit.
2: Yeah. That always sucks.
0: Yeah. yeah. What would you, like, what is the, I don't know, I've always tried to find a way around that without just, like, calling people out on it. Just be like, stick around for the other bands, you know, or don't come at all. You know, like, that's not the right way to do it. What would be, like, the best way to do it? Because I was trying like, I don't know. When I would play shows and advertise them, it was always like, I'm playing a show with this band, but make sure you check out this band because that's why I'm going, you know, or something like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, at our
1: last show, we had a costume contest at the end and we're like, if you want to win the fucking costume contest, you got to stay and watch all the bands. Oh, cool.
0: (laughs) Who won the costume? What did they dress up as?
1: The thing is, no one really
2: dressed up, so these kids in Burger King crowns won. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, they got like a free haircut in a bucket of candy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nice. That was a free haircut?
2: <laughs> yeah. Hmm.
1: Totally.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm kind of lacking in the hair department. Otherwise, I'd take you up on that. <laughs>
2: Oh, we didn't shave. We had a gift card, but it would have been funny if we like shaved their heads. I think. Yeah, I think that would have been a better prize.
0: <laughs> Good. That's the only hairdo I can wear these days. So I'd be I'd be game for a free head shaving.
2: Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> to we could work something out. Yeah, we could work something <laughs> out. We that's should... how we're gonna get uh, people to stay at our show. We're like, gonna shave their heads. Give out free like, haircuts afterwards. <laughs> we'll
0: your head. <laughs> that's awesome. So how did you guys each pick your, your instruments? Um, uh, Jada, you said you played drums and she, you didn't originally know how to play drums.
2: No, she just had a, a kit and, um, just laying
1: around, just <laughs> laying around.
2: And I just like fucked around on it until I got the hang of it. And then, and I was actually pretty good at it. So I stuck with it.
0: And so you've never, t- you've never taken any lessons for drums or didn't take drumming in school at all or anything?
2: No, uh, I never was into band or anything like that. I, I tried to get Brendan from TV Cop to give me lessons, but that didn't work out very well. <laughs> so then um, I just had to teach myself, and it was it worked out pretty well. Just YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah. that's smart. I always figured like the hardest instrument to take lessons from somebody like in person would probably be drums, because they can't really like oh. sit closely in proximity to you.
1: Yeah, True. That was the hard part cuz drums like- are just hard in general. <laughs> like yes. drummers amaze me.
0: Yes. So like I can pl- I can play your standard like ACDC stuff or whatever, but other if it gets any more intricate, I got nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, drums are wow. <laughs> yeah drums are
0: wow yeah i i definitely feel that because like with a guitar um i mean i've talked about it in multiple podcasts but like if if you have a guitar uh you can probably play the bass i mean maybe not as good as like a dedicated bassist could play the bass but like if, yeah. if your band is all of a sudden like sans a drummer there's no way like the guitarist is just gonna hop in and start playing drums
1: oh yeah totally
0: i mean unless you're unless you're yeah. tv cop like D- <laughs> dakota's pretty much played one of everything True. in that band
1: they're, Dakota's different. They're, like, <laughs> Dakota's, they're all gods, and we love them. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, uh, was it Jonathan Raul from uh, Good Devils? I mean, he's known, I knew yeah. him originally as a guitarist, but he plays drums in Good Devils. Yeah. So, Literally,
1: everyone that's in TV Cop or has ever been in TV Cop, they're all amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: they're really good. I love we it. love them all.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I still remember the first time seeing TV Cop uh, when they were sports team. I was playing a show uh, in Des Moines, and they were on the bill. I had something going on the next morning and had to take off like right after we were done playing. But I was like, I'll stick around just to like give these guys a big thumbs up, you know, and and see what they're all about. And like two songs in, I was like, all right, I'm sticking around for the whole thing, you know. It yeah. <laughs> That's probably one when of
1: our first shows was with them.
0: One of your first shows was actually with uh, TV Cop.
1: Yeah, it was crazy cuz we played the open mics and West from Dread Oaks does like sound there. Uh-huh. So, he just emailed us and was like like 6 hours before the show and was just like, "Hey, do you want to play tonight with Dread Oaks and TV Cop?" and we're like, "Yeah, sure." So then we go down there and we play with them and the rest is history. <laughs> we love TV Cop.
0: That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. I think uh I think I, I wish there was a place where we could, like, uh, book a decent amount of bands to be at some sort of, like, uh, maybe, like, all-day-long festival type, or maybe, like, afternoon into the evening, kind of just take over a venue for a few hours kind of deal. Because there's so much good talent between, like, what's going on in Atumwa and what's going on in Des Moines as far as, like, punk music. I wish I knew more about like the Quad Cities area and Iowa city and up into like maybe even the Dubuque area, but I don't, I mean, I, I don't, my reach is only so far and I can only see so many shows, but I feel like between what you guys got going on down there and what a handful of bands in the Des Moines area have going on, I feel like we could like lock arms and make a pretty decent scene out of the Iowa area.
1: Oh, totally. I think so too. I would
2: be down for that. Yeah. If there's a big show, If we had
1: just like a giant festival, like I would love that so much. That would be really. He had me on top of that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Let's do it. Let's let's try and find a way to make it it happen. (laughs) If there's anybody out there with a, if there's anybody out there with buckets of money listening to this right now, this might be this might be a good hole (laughs) to dump all your money into.
2: Exactly. Hit us up. Um, We can. We'll do all the planning.
1: Yeah, Um, we'll do all the like planning stuff. We just need a. What's it called? A sponsor. Yeah, oh. We need a sponsor. Yeah, where's
2: our sponsor
0: at? <laughs> so, uh, uh, Liberty, you play guitar and vocals. How did you uh, get started I playing guitar?
2: I've played
1: guitar since seventh grade because um, I'm emo and I love my <laughs> chemical romance. And I was like, I want to do that. So I just <laughs> asked for a guitar for like my birthday and I got one and I got lessons and yeah, it's not as cool a story as Jada's. <laughs> like, I did, yeah. So you did. So she's amazing. So so
0: she's you did really take good. guitar lessons originally, then. Yeah. Do you still taking guitar lessons?
1: I do. Yeah.
0: Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I, I you Thanks. know
1: I, I do a lot of. What go, were you
0: gonna say? No, go for it.
1: Oh, I was just gonna say I take them from Chris Hunter. He teaches me a lot of weird stuff. Like he teaches me a lot of jazz stuff, which is like really fun. Yes. And I like
0: it. Oh, man. That's sweet. I like
1: sweet. all the chords. They're weird.
0: <laughs> I, I wish I, I, wish I A, had time to take guitar lessons instead of just hunting around on YouTube and trying to find what applied to what I wanted to do. Because um, sometimes it is nice yeah. learning something outside of your, your I don't know, leisure domain or whatever you're used to actually playing.
1: Totally. I would never have, like, seeked out, like, jazzy stuff to learn.
0: Yeah, but it's still, like, you know? yeah, it's one of those cool things to You know, just pull it out of your back pocket and be like, check this out.
1: Yeah. And like Catacomb, the last track on our EP, has a lot of like influence from that. It has like a jazzy intro and a lot of the chords are like, you know, weird like seventh chords and shit. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. It has had an influence on my playing. (laughs) Well,
0: that's good. That's good. I you know, that's just one of those things. I wish there was more areas or more places to take guitar lessons or people that were willing to advertise that they're they're giving guitar lessons. Um, I mean, there yeah. are there are a lot of places around. I mean, there's like BRG Music of Perry. There's uh, handfuls of places in Des Moines. I'm sure there's a bunch in the ottumwa and Iowa City area. I knew I know like uh, a yeah. uh, Stu Frondel gives guitar lessons uh, up in the I think he's in like the Cedar Rapids area. I'm not hundred percent sure where where he lives, but he's somewhere in that Waterloo to Cedar Rapids area in there. But, but like I said, it's just, it's one of those things I wish, I wish I had time to take more guitar lessons to like up my game. Uh, Unfortunately, I I don't. So like hats off to you for being one of those people that's constantly trying to work on their craft to get better, to to provide something to everybody else, you know, because that's really what it's all about.
1: Totally. Yeah. So where
0: do you, where do you, um, like, where do you guys usually play a lot of shows when you're not in the Otumwa area? Uh, for everybody that's not local to Ottumwa, because you said you made it to Des Moines and played a handful of shows. Have you been uh, up like up to Iowa City? or I know some people have played shows down at Keokuk, um, places like that.
1: We've had a few shows in Des Moines. So we've played Vaudeville Muse in like August, um, and we played at the Fremont in June, I think. Cool. And we haven't played in Iowa City yet, but on November 22nd, Twenty-second at Gabe's in Iowa City, we will be playing with like TV Cop, Dog Dave, and the Real Zebos. So come check us out! <laughs> nice,
0: nice. Um, I just cruised over to your Facebook page. Uh, it's it's not an event on the Facebook page, but do you guys have like a flyer for it or something? Oh, there we go. I see it right there. We
1: do have a flyer.
0: Yeah. It's, yep. I'm gonna click interested on it right now. So, um, so I did notice when I clicked, went to your uh, Facebook page and I clicked on the events section, um, that, that event is not there. So that might be because you are not tagged in the event, but, but there is a way around it. If you guys have a (laughs) computer, I can actually let you and everybody else listening right now know the secret to that. So if you go, oh, cool. So if you go to the event page on a computer, there's a a share button and right next to it there's three dots. If you click on the three dots, there is a link that says add to page, and you can just add the event to your page. Oh, cool. So that's that's the way to get around that if somebody like doesn't tag you in a post uh for an event and it doesn't show up on your no. band page. So take note everybody. That's a little trick from me. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of nice to have them all there in the event section instead of trying to cruise through the posts and be like, yeah, which one of these is a flyer and what flyer goes with what show that they posted, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Totally, I feel that. Yeah.
0: So, uh, if anybody wants to check out Uncle Online, um, you guys don't have a dedicated um, name. It's like Uncle Dash something 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 something. But if you Google Uncle, it's all capital letters. Uh, The picture is, it looks like it's you two sitting next to each other, Uh, maybe at a skate park. Does that sound right? Yeah. All right. So I'm at the right page. Cowabunga. Totally,
1: yes. Cowabunga.
0: (laughs) Uh, I like your guys' banner up here, too. It says, uh, Uncle, totally rad. Yeah,
1: that's us. (laughs) We're rad.
0: I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. Um. So, Thank you <laughs> So if people want to check out your single um, That you released earlier this year Or your your new EP that came out um, They can listen to it anywhere, right?
1: Yeah, anywhere practically anywhere so, uh, I think
0: as uh, far as I, know. I've, I found it on Spotify So I know for sure it's on Spotify um, I added it to a playlist It <laughs> should be on
1: YouTube Yeah, YouTube Apple should Music. be on Apple Music, iTunes TikTok, a bunch of other ones that I don't think anybody uses, but it's there mm-hmm. if you do. So,
0: ah, uh, yeah, I yeah. just just found you on YouTube. As a matter of fact, you got the uh, Uncle topic on YouTube. All your oh yeah, there's all your goodies <laughs> okay. right there. Hell yeah, that's nice, cool. So, yeah, this stuff, it's not too hard to find if, uh, if you know where to look. If nothing else, I'm going to, like, aggregate a nice list of, of, like, your YouTube channel and your Facebook and your Instagram and everything. I'll put it in the description section so everybody can check it out and at least hunt, hunt oh, down yeah. some of your guys' material because it's, it's really good stuff.
1: Thank you.
0: I, I found your Instagram. We're excited p- about this. I found your uh, Instagram page. It's Band.
2: yes all the other names were taken
0: (laughs) it's always it's always tough trying to find that like user handle that has not been used on every platform you know what i mean yeah so if you guys went with like uncle underscore the underscore band on facebook it might be taken already so you took that on instagram that's always like the toughest thing i think about like uh, with some bands um maybe maybe it comes with like not knowing marketing or or what it is but it's hunting down bands pages has not always been an easy endeavor for oh. somebody that wants to enjoy local music
1: yeah I can agree with that
0: <laughs> so like uh, I mean with Three Finger Betty everything's just Three Finger Betty except for our, yeah. our email account which is like Three Finger Betty Band at gmail because for some reason somebody took Three Finger Betty um, at gmail yeah, but. Email. Did, but didn't take anything else. And I don't know why, but uh, whoever three finger Betty at gmail.com is give me that email address.
1: Exactly. Give it up. <laughs> Our email is like the uncle at gmail.com, which is super awkward, but, the Uncle Band. The Uncle Band. The Uncle Band. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, it's on your Facebook page. So like, you know, that's another yeah. thing. Your Facebook page is is pretty good. Your About section has a link to your Instagram, and your Instagram has a link to your YouTube. So there's there's a nice little trail of links there you can follow from one to the next to the next. And the
1: Instagram is a meme page, basically. <laughs> Obviously.
0: there is nothing wrong with that. I have, and this is going to sound so <laughs> ludicrous but some of the most popular three finger Betty posts have literally been nothing more than just memes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it like, it draws people in, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of those things that gives people who are, um, maybe, or maybe not, uh, like in a band, they'll probably think it's a lot funnier if you post like band related memes or something like that, you know?
1: Yeah, Totally. that's really what the page is like especially if you go farther back our old like show flyers were just like cursed images that we just put like information on like this one's just a picture of Jack Black with a stop sign and it just has like come to the market on main to see us you know (laughs) or this guy in a Scooby-Doo costume (laughs) (laughs) it's just cursed images with information
0: (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I, and I do dig that there's like multiple ways bands go about uh, using their social media. Some of them are very, very like, I don't want to say like professional about it. And some people take a little bit more lax approach to posting things. Um, and it's, it's very, oops, sorry, I had a phone call. Uh, it's very dependent on, it's very dependent on uh, like what the band's avenue or what they're trying to do, I guess, is. And there's nothing, there's no right or wrong way to do this. Um, for example, like the Audible Farm stuff is all pretty much just uh, cut and dry. There's nothing like there to make people laugh. It's just pretty much I'm interviewing these people. Here's their stuff. Here's all the links to everybody else's stuff. But like you said, like your guys's band page has memes and stuff. And that draws attention and gets people to giggle and, and enjoy what you're doing. So that, you know, that lets people yeah. know that you guys, uh, like you said earlier, might not be taking everything. You know, but you're not taking yourselves so seriously that you're going to get like mad about things. As far as like band wise goes,
1: yeah, we also hang up these posters and they really do (laughs) grab attention. Like, there's this one with like this nut, like (laughs) this guy in a nut costume, and we just put them in like stupid places because then people see them, you know? Uh Like, we'll hang them on like the milk at like Walmart or something. (laughs) Or like, you know, just like stupid shit. They're on the ceiling at my high school, actually. That's awesome. People noticed that there's one with a rubber chicken that was hanging up at a bar for like three months. And we were talking to Eric. It was his last name. Garland. Garland. Eric Garland. He runs the sound at the Eagles Club for rock night. And he's like, yeah, that's how we heard about you guys. We just there was just this rubber chicken poster that said <laughs> uncle on it. And it was at this bar for like three months and no one took it down. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> that's awesome. It's like renegade promotion.
1: I know. It is it's, totally. It's free advertisement. It's free advertisement.
0: <laughs> so that's something out there. I've 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 brought it up a few times about uh, whether or not hanging flyers is still a thing um, that people oh. do or should do or or would do or could do or whatever you know. But, yeah. Um, it seems like mm-hmm. it's working out for you.
2: Oh totally. I, I think in smaller areas it would work better, but I think in a big scene like Des Moines, I'm not sure how that would do
1: yeah and i do think the key is putting them in stupid places because you know who's gonna look at a wall full of other flyers and like read them you know
0: uh that's very but true but if you see
1: something hanging on yeah if you see something hanging on for like some fucking potato chips yeah you're gonna like look at that you know what i mean <laughs> you're gonna be like Who put this here?
0: Uh, what is it very true yeah you're gonna be a little bit more intrigued you know and i've i've tried totally. to, i've tried to figure out something like that with like uh Uh, here's a weird one for you like i've always wondered how uh promoting a band uh and promoting like let's say this podcast differ or how they are the same and i don't think they're very much different um for example like i've i've got stickers i don't i don't put up flyers for anything because there's not really any reason to put up flyers for a podcast um maybe there is but I like to just stash stickers around places, um, whether or not it's like I leave them oh, on yeah. a leave them on a table somewhere or like I go to a gas station and just like wedge one up in the <laughs> on the like uh, bulletin board they have there for like announcements and things. So it does totally. it does work pretty well. You'd, you'd, you know, you'd be surprised how many people find that stuff and like just randomly like, dude, I found a sticker of yours. Like, what is it? You know, it's like, oh, sweet. Where'd you find yeah. the sticker? You know,
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> like a scavenger hunt kind of like yeah yes scavenger
0: originally originally i ran everything when i would stash stickers places as scavenger hunts so i'd just be like i put stickers in this venue and they're like hiding here so if somebody wants one go find one because they'll be gone soon and so i used to totally i used to do that with uh audible farm quite a bit um nowadays it's pretty much i just bring stickers with me everywhere and i just walk up to random people i'm like hey check this out and they're like what is this i'm like oh it's a podcast you should you should check it out you know like trying just to like yeah sometimes i feel like giving people too much information isn't a good thing though too because if you just tell them it's like oh, it's a podcast i talk to musicians around the area and stuff like that and then they're like pretty intrigued and believe it or not like a lot of times with this podcast the cool thing is that it's got this weird network base where like you guys had said before the show you found one person you knew that was on the podcast and then before you knew it you found another person and another person And uh, before you know it, sometimes people are starting to listen to people they've never heard of finding out about bands they've never, never even knew existed. Um, Maybe even bands that they could play a show with. And that's kind of all I'm trying to do, I guess, is just uh, let everybody know about the awesome bands like you guys out there um, that deserve the exposure.
1: Yeah, totally. We love always hearing new bands, seeing new bands we can play with. Because down here, like, we have a good scene, but bands play the same shows with like the same three bands you know just like over and over like it's always the same lineup Mm -hmm. and it's always good to know the other bands you can play with you
0: know yeah Uh, the benefit of that though is like let's say i'm just gonna like throw out a rounded off numbers to to make assumptions easy so like let's say there's like seven bands down there but only three can play on a show so like you said uh like, you got Uncle, TV Cop, uh, Good Devils, Joretta Oaks, and I'm just throwing out a handful just from what I've seen on flyers over and over and over again. That's kind of the benefit of that, though, too, because if, like, if I'm only following TV Cop online, and they're like, dude, we're playing with, with Uncle, like, I, that's how I found you guys was they played shows with you, and it was like, I don't know who Uncle is, but now I know the name because I've seen him on flyers with TV Cop a handful of different times. That's, like, the yeah. ben- that's the benefit of that, though, is you, you might know one band in that the area. Is- but you don't know the other ones, and so if they get to play multiple shows with this same set of bands, kind of helps out the exposure, I guess. You end up with like this sister band or brother band kind of situation.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like TV Cop has carried us under their wing. No, for real. <laughs> because every time they hear about Uncle, they hear about it either through like TV Cop or like yeah. another big band that way. But it's always TV Cop because they're always inviting us to play shows with them ever since the beginning and we just kind of follow them
1: yeah they're so supportive and we really sucked like the first time we played with them like we weren't very good but they still like they loved us they still like were nice to us and you know got us shows We love them so much. Like, so, 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 so much.
0: Well, it's also important. I I bet it's because they understand that, like, your first show might not always be your best show. Like, I don't know any bands that went out and had their first show, and it was like, this was the greatest show ever, you know?
1: Yeah. Um,
0: That's not saying anything against uh, your guys' first effort, because I wasn't there. I don't know. So I'm only relying on, like, what you guys have told me. But... (laughs) I do, have a fun, I do have a fun story about the first time I ever played guitar live. Um, I was in a high school band. We were playing some punk music. Uh, I think we were playing Swing Swing by the All-American Rejects. We were playing for like a pre-prom or something like that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than you guys, I'm assuming. So like when I was in high school, um, cell phone cameras weren't necessarily like a big thing. So like people had to have those big boxy cameras with like VHS tapes in them and record stuff and it's not quite that old they weren't walking around with like a one by 12 combo amp on their shoulder or anything but they were they still had like these big recorders with tapes in them and stuff so like we ended up getting after the show we ended up getting a a recording of it from somebody in the audience and you can hear people laughing at us louder than you can hear us playing so that that was my first show i mean it's it's crappy but like at the same time um go back to high school uh everybody was kind of just like burr in high school. Nobody really cared about anything. So, oh, true. so, I mean, you get it. There were some people that enjoyed it, but at the same rate, you end up with uh, the people that were just like, what is going on here? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, so like the first show is not always a good representation of what a band <laughs> is about. Um, and it's, it's good that you guys went from having like this two piece, um, band to extrapolating it into a full band instead of just, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say like instead of just giving up or but trying on, trying out that like two two person band thing is very very tough because there's no sonic room for anybody to hide in.
1: Oh yeah, totally.
0: So what? Yeah. So what would you guys say is like the most difficult part about starting a band?
1: Bassists (laughs) learning the
0: instrument. Learning the instrument and bassists
1: yeah uh, they just don't work out for us yeah i don't know what it is either
2: our last bassist before salem didn't know how to play bass she said she did but then she didn't <laughs> and we had to teach her and we had no other options so she was just kind of stuck yeah no and, uh
0: yeah that's that's gotta be difficult but you know kudos to you guys for trying though that's uh that's something yeah. else like that's something else for everybody like if you want to be in a band like first off like learn the instrument learn the parts but like don't be scared to just go out and try cuz not every band is is full of people that are just like oh you're 5 minutes in and you suck get the hell out you know like bands aren't going to be like that
2: Yeah but you know we were open to ideas we were open to ideas And uh, <laughs> I feel like we've improved a lot um I hope Salem has been playing guitar for 10 years and played yeah. bass for the past five years. So, um, I think we kind of looked out with him. Yeah. All right.
0: Let's go. Let's, so let's give a shout out to everybody in your band here before we, uh, get too far into this. Oh, Cause yeah. we're already like 40 minutes in.
1: Oh, dang. Yeah. That's long time.
0: Yeah. it's going by quick. So before we forget everybody, let's give a shout out to everybody in your band. Obviously, uh, I'm talking with Liberty wear and, uh, Jada Garcia. Uh, guitarist and drummer uh, respectively. Uh, Liberty, you also sing in the band, but who else you got in the band? Because there's a four piece, right?
2: Three piece. Three (laughs) three
0: piece right now.
2: Yep. Um, Salem is the only one we're missing. That's
0: it. Where's Salem at?
2: I'm not sure. We're not sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you see Salem, if anybody sees Salem out there, please return him to his home. (laughs) Oh man. Wait. So, so we did talk about, uh, the EP you guys recently released. Let's, let's drop the name one more time for everybody so they can, uh, know what it is.
2: You don't, oh, you go. You don't scare me. Bye uncle.
0: Bye uncle. And, uh, like, like I said, I found it on Spotify. It's definitely there. Um, I, I could bust my phone out here and look on <laughs> iTunes and stuff, but I'm sure if it's on Spotify, it's everywhere else. So you guys definitely have to yeah. check that out. It's good tunes, like uh I don't and this isn't me just like pandering to you guys, but I don't feel like there is enough female-fronted either rock and roll or punk anymore. Um, what do you guys attribute to that?
2: dang, i don't I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't even about just being female. It's just yeah, a couple of kids wanted to play some instruments. We didn't even mm-hmm. really think about it. We were just friends fucking around. Yeah, and then it kind of just blossomed.
0: True. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it. I mean, it's great, but it. It like let me ask. I'm not trying to like drive the the. I don't want to say like um, male versus female thing here, but like it seems like th- if you go out and play shows, because I'm I'm sure you guys have realized this too, playing shows, but it's ludicrously male yeah. male dominated.
1: Yeah, it's, you're right. So um,
0: why aren't women picking up instruments? Is it just uh, like know. a proclivity type deal? Like uh some guys are just like, oh, I'm gonna pick up a guitar and pick up chicks and then they just like start learning guitar. Like what's what's the <laughs> de- what's the dealio? Um,
2: what's the dealio? I think there's a standard, you know, like mm-hmm. um you don't typically see a lot of female bands, so females don't typically see themselves in bands. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I feel like they're if there's more female bands, then other females have something to look up to and uh have more options.
0: That's, yeah. That's I
2: guess brilliant. I really hadn't thought of <laughs>
0: I like that a lot because, it, you know, what, whether or not you guys realize you're doing it, you're being an inspiration for uh, other women, be it younger or older or, you know, I don't know. I bet there's a bunch of women that are just like basement rocking right now on their guitars that uh, would be perfect <laughs> fit yeah. for bands that just either think they wouldn't fit in or, or don't know that that's an option for them, you know?
2: Yeah. It should matter. As long as you can play the instrument, you should...
0: Oh, totally. Do
2: it. Go for like you the know? music, be so, in the band.
0: So that was like one, one of my favorite things, and this is going to be like a little bit different, but like I, I listened to the band Baroness, and uh, Baroness, their guitarist uh, of like 12 or 15 years left the band, and they replaced him with a female uh, guitarist, and she's freaking amazing, and it's not like he wasn't good, but it's just one of those deals where it's like, the world needs more of this. This chick is a rock star, and she's out here on the stage, and it was one of those deals where like, if you go watch their live videos, um, like we were talking about earlier, like the fact that it's a female doesn't even cross your mind. It's, it's just somebody else yeah. out there rocking. Um, but like, totally. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's just, uh, one of those things where it's, it's just being in the scene so much and you don't see enough female involvement in the scene. And, uh, it's, it's awesome that you guys are out there doing this. Cause it's, it's really, really refreshing. It's a, uh, you guys have your own voice and your own style and your own uh, way of doing this that makes it very refreshing as opposed to, like, um, the testosterone-driven scene of a bunch of guys <laughs> trying to, like, secretly compete with each other, you know?
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of bands that we listen to that are, like, female-fronted or have, like, a lot of chicks in it. <laughs> and I guess I just hadn't thought about it because, like, I listen to those bands all the time, and I guess they hadn't thought about it, like, in our local scene that, yeah, there aren't a lot of female fronted bands here in I, Iowa.
2: I don't know if there's another female fronted that I've met that we've played, played with.
1: with. I, I really now that you're mentioning it, I hadn't really thought of it, but like yeah, there haven't been very many girls that we've played with, which is weird to think about.
0: Yeah. Um I mean even if you take the female fronted angle out of it, there's not even a whole lot of like female musicians in bands um uh, let's see here. I've, I've seen a few in my day. Um, like I think let's see here Alter within is a band that plays in the Des Moines area and they've got like a female bassist and drummer in the band and that's pretty cool. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff, it's always just like, dude, this is sweet. You know, like it's, everybody seems to take notice cause it's not something that's in the normal. And then when you guys kick ass, like you do, it's, it's just like, dude, I'm <laughs> I'm going to find these guys online. And or gals, I'm gonna find these gals online and uh, find their <laughs> find their uncle page. How did you come up with the name Uncle?
2: Um, <laughs> um, I think there's a lot that I think, went into it. <laughs> I think we wrote Randy first. Yeah, we wrote the song Randy. We didn't have a name yet, and Randy is an about uncle. an uncle. Yeah, he's an uncle. He's the
1: like perfect uncle, the uncle that you would have in a perfect world the ideal uncle you know what i'm saying all right describe (laughs)
0: describe to me the ideal uncle
1: so he's a conspiracy theorist he's been to jail he he's crazy he makes like his own alcohol in his basement he lives in an rv like you know what i mean like the perfect uncle
0: yes (laughs) maybe not the perfect dad but the perfect uncle
2: the perfect uncle. Yeah. And then the name, I think the name just kind of, we never changed it. Just stuck. <laughs> Yeah, we
1: just were like, let's call it uncle. And we were just like, okay, <laughs> yeah. And now that's what our band's called. It's a joke and now it's for real. <laughs>
0: I feel like that's how a lot of band names start, though. Um, yeah. I mean, I get a lot of questions about Three Finger Betty. And I joined the band after the name had happened. Like, the name was there. <laughs> three or four years before I even joined the band. So I don't have any attachment as to how the name got there, but I always like to speculate with people. Um, and sometimes having a name like that is a nice, intriguing way to get people to be like, dude, what's up with your name? Like, cause I always think it's kind of weird real, to, yeah. to ask a band how they got their name. Cause like every band name is pretty original to anything else that's going on, you know? Yeah. Or like, uh, let's, let's imagine this situation. Like you guys, um, named your band after you wrote your first song and it was sort of keyed in towards what your first song was about and like let's say you guys stay a band for another five to ten years and your music transforms you're still stuck with that uncle name that might have come with the original song (laughs) so sometimes the name is like a nice peek back into uh the past of the band and to see where they came from or what was in their mind when they were first starting out
2: yeah i really like that honestly it's a
1: good yeah yeah the more like disconnected it gets from like Randy, it just will get so like weird, you know. Yeah. Like even now it's kind of weird with like the spooky theme. People mm-hmm. are like, "What the fuck does <laughs> Uncle have to do with this?" You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I, you know, and that's I, 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 dig that though. Like I don't think there needs to be. Um, like some bands take everything so cut and dry where they're like we're gonna fit in this box and this box only and we're never gonna leave this box whereas other bands are just kind of free forming and that's kind of what I dig about the punk scene is punk bands seem to change over time and uh, what they do and and how they they play and the songs they write seem to change quite a bit over time because I don't know if it has something to do with the fact that like Uh, punk band is primarily people filled with like angst about a certain topic or whatever but uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes maybe that angst goes away or it like diverts into a different area and you get mad about something else and gonna write a different song about (laughs) something completely different (laughs)
1: yeah totally I mean can't always be mad about the same thing
0: no yeah Yeah. there's
1: so many things to be mad about
0: (laughs) (laughs) why just stick with one (laughs)
1: exactly
2: so
0: Oh, man. So uh, we've covered your EP release uh, that came out recently. Uh, you do have some upcoming shows. We did mention one of them. Do you have any other upcoming events?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, well, the next one, this isn't going to be out <laughs> by the time like the show happens. Or I can't talk. October 27th, which is tomorrow, is our next show at Mutant Slayer and Ames. Cool. Ames house show
2: um it's supposed to be the third oh the third we have a a culture fair culture fair at the high school our high school so cool that'll be fun yeah Yeah. we got invited to play it's gonna be a lot of fun
0: that's really awesome
2: yeah uh, of course we have gabe's this is the 22nd Um, i'm so excited (laughs) So first time at gabe's gonna be great
0: uh, yeah, the um, November 22nd, that show. I see it on your Facebook page.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. And then we have probably the last show at the market. Our last show at the market, probably. Yep. It's a benefit. Uh, if you bring a toy, you get in. It's for, like... Christmas. Christmas. Uh, yeah. It's the 23rd. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: That's and awesome. And that's what
2: we've got booked right now.
0: Uh, playing those benefit shows is uh, a godsend. Because, I mean... Let's be honest. Like benefit shows, don't always draw the most people. But I also feel like benefit shows have a very uh, high uh, rate of of mishmash of bands. It seems like you know, like most of the time I've ever played on any benefit shows. Like this year, we're doing one that's Toys for Tots, and it's got like everything from uh, like newer metal style stuff to all the way through to like punk stuff. So it's you're gonna get a wide berth yeah. of an audience to at least come see what's going on. That's one of the benefits of playing those types of uh, benefit shows, I guess, would be...
2: That's
1: one of the benefits of the benefit. Yes.
0: <laughs> thank, thank you for calling me out on using the same word twice in the same sentence. <laughs> Defining a word using the word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So... Uh, at, go to the facebook page uncle on facebook uh if you scroll through the posts you'll see uh links to all sorts of shows coming up past and present uh looks like you guys have been pretty pretty busy in the past here do you guys have t-shirts yep. too is that what i see
2: oh, oh
1: yeah. yeah we just got them we love them so much nice <laughs> the t-shirts, these buttons
2: bracelets yeah bracelet. no stickers though but we're working on stickers
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome um Stickers are definitely unbeatable uh, for the simple fact that I, I discussed it in a previous podcast. Uh, as of the time we're recording this, it hasn't aired yet, but I, I did interview... Um, when this airs, it it will be already aired, but it, I had talked to uh, one of the members of the Eleanors, and that was kind of how I discovered those guys was they would just plaster a sticker here and there and just put one here, put one there, go into a bathroom, put one there, and... I, I was just like who are the eleanors i see their stuff everywhere you know they're like here's yeah. a sticker on this thing and here's one on that thing and maybe that's just me because i put stickers on stuff too so i noticed but like before i leave a bathroom i always kind of scan the walls to see who's on the walls because <laughs> the stickers on the top are usually the most active bands and i noticed that like they had stickers everywhere so it was kind of a fun way for them to advertise totally Hey, you know what? Where do
1: you get your stickers, by the way?
0: Um, I've got my stickers for Audible Farm. I, I have a guy that uh, does my stickers for me. Uh, if you want a recommendation uh, for cheap stickers, there's uh, always just about any internet site. I can't guarantee the quality of them. But if you want long-lasting stickers, um, places that do car vinyl wrapping are usually pretty good places because if you think about this if you're going to vinyl wrap a car with a decal how long do those decals last they last for like ever yeah so if you can hit up one of those places and find one that will you know entertain your idea of hey what if you guys just printed me some stickers that would be my recommendation <laughs> to you guys or anyone out there, I guess would be, um, I know people have done it here in my hometown, uh, at a couple of the places in town and they came out great. And usually the stickers last a long time. So it's not always the cheapest option, but for longevity, it, it'll, it'll be your best option. Cause I've had like the ones I have for audible farm right now. Um, I've put them on like coffee cups and things like that and put them through the dishwasher like hundreds of oh. times and they're still there so um
1: yeah those are good stickers then (laughs) yeah
0: so like hitting up like i said it's not going to be the cheapest but hitting up like a car place that does vinyl wrapping would might be your best bet um and that was all i looked for with those was just like i just want to be able to stick these somewhere and have them last because there was nothing worse than putting a bumper sticker on your car or something and then the first time it rains the sticker's gone you know
2: yeah yeah that's never good
0: so you guys got stickers, you guys got other merch uh, available at all your shows, I'm sure. It looks like, uh, I mean, might as well give a shout out, it looks like your shirts came from Corrosive Screen Printing in Des Moines. I can uh, say first and oh, yeah. foremost that Corrosive Screen Printing did me very good for the Audible Farm shirts I ordered. Um, so yeah. if anybody wants to, check them out. They were, if you guys had the same experience I did, uh, the cost was was pretty low and the turnover time was very fast. Yeah,
1: they're the best deal we found. For sure. Uh, yes. And they're really good. I,
0: I think some of that has to do with the fact that uh, they've been attached to the music scene in the Des Moines area for so long. I know that uh, uh, Harpo has been in... That's uh, one of the people that runs Corrosive. I know that you know he's been busy in the music scene throughout the majority of his life. So I, I feel like this is a great thing. He, he gives back to people uh, in the scene by uh, you know, having that fast turnaround time, having, uh, a low cost on shirts and, and things like that. Um, I, you know, you can go to the corrosive Facebook page and hit them up. If you guys need shirts, uh, anybody listening that, that would be my recommendation based on the little shopping that I did, um, for shirts at least. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing is I, I was really picky about the shirts I wanted. So like shout out to those guys for, uh, you know dealing with my pickiness uh it looks like you guys went with uh front and back design these are fancy shirts
1: yeah they're cool and i love them a lot the best shirt so far <laughs> yeah we've had three shirt designs corrosive has done two of them the other ones we did ourselves nice DIY.
2: oh yeah everyone loves them
0: well, everyone did, loved they're
2: them gone now. Well,
0: yeah if you still they said like... oh go for it
2: oh you go you go
0: I was I was just going to say if you got any of those uh teenage vampire shirts left you should save me one.
1: <laughs> we we will. Nope. We will what size?
0: Um, <laughs> let's see here if if it's a fitted shirt it's an XL, but if it's not a fitted shirt I'll take a large.
1: I think a large cuz they seem to run pretty big.
0: All right. Yeah. So here's another thing like since you and I uh you guys and I don't necessarily always spend time in the same area and don't get to see I don't get to see I haven't seen you live and that's uh kind of kind of heartbreaking just uh generally speaking there's next time you're in des moines you gotta let me know so i can try my my damnedest to come down and watch you guys play even if it's on a weeknight or something we will um
1: i mean tomorrow sunday night in ames i think ames is close to des moines
0: yeah it's pretty close It's only Geography an, uh yeah it's only like an hour or so from where i live so maybe i can make it down to that show i do know i have to be in des moines tomorrow anyways so uh, that might work out. Maybe I should, uh, come check that out. Uh, that's the show at Mutant mutants. Yeah, right?
1: yeah, It'll be fun. We'll have your shirt ready. <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. <Hot> nice. Ready.
1: <laughs> um,
0: it just, just crossed my mind just now that, uh, have you guys ever, uh, heard the Eleanors play or, uh, heard their music yet?
1: I think we've, they were at a show that we played at,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't think I've seen them live. I'd, I what would if we've met them and talked to them.
0: Good. I would recommend I would I would definitely like to see an Uncle on Eleanor's show uh oh, yeah. sometime. So anybody booking or listening or anybody maybe you guys can hit up the Eleanors and find a place to play a show. That would be a a great show. I would totally dig on that.
1: Hell yeah. That would be really fun. Seems pretty dope.
0: Yeah, it would be a good it'd be a really <laughs> good time. Um it looks like we've crossed an hour on our, on our interview. I, we've, I feel like we've talked about a decent amount of the stuff that, uh, we had kind of outlined to talk about. Is there, yeah. is there anything else you want to, uh, give shout outs to people, uh, mention, uh, anything, Ooh. uh, literally, um, anything, I guess.
1: Shout out to goosebumps for inspiring the album title. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Goosebumps, R.L. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Goosebumps <laughs> the book. Yeah, that's totally Those those were, man, back in the day, those were the shit. Iconic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, they really were. I read so many of those, and uh, I don't know. I remember my sister always had a bunch of those books, and I'd always just snag the ones that looked the most interesting and read them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So shout out to Goosebumps.
0: Shout out to Goosebumps and R.L. Stein, <laughs> inspiring <Yeah>. people everywhere. <laughs> Uh, So for everybody listening, uh, go check out Uncle, the band. They're going to be playing shows live around the Iowa area. Uh, As of the time this is released, we we will have missed that show on the 27th uh, in October uh, at Ames. But uh, I might be able to swing down to that one and check it out. It looks like you're playing with uh, the newly reformed and renamed Monsoon Lagoon and the Pontoon Platoon. Um.
1: We love them. Woo! Oh
0: man. I I got to play a show with uh Kobe um with the Astro Bastards. I've played a handful of shows with them and we even brought them up. I'm I'm from a small town named Humboldt and we took a booking in Humboldt and brought those guys up. They were always so much fun to watch play. So I'm I'm assuming Monsoon Lagoon and the Pontoon Platoon is going to be no different. Oh yeah.
1: Last time we saw them was the show at Rats and I remember that our friend Brandon dropkick no, Kobe dropkicked Brandon during one of their songs and it was it was good. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. really they funny go hard. Dude, yeah. yeah, Kobe
0: I watched Kobe <laughs> dropkick a guy off the stage at lefties and the guy was like six foot oh six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound, like huge dude, like holding beer and everything. Yeah. Kobe just jumps off the stage and drop kicks him. It's so much fun. I mean, obviously the song is called Dropkicked by Jesus. That was the song that was yeah. playing when he's dropkicking kicking so they people. Have to. Yeah, so he he has to. He has to. You know, it's
1: it is an obligation.
0: <laughs> it's mandated. Um
1: Like there are rules. Yes.
0: (laughs) Ask Cap and BMI came down and they said this guy has to kick people.
1: He has (laughs) to. He was born to. (laughs) Oh man. It would honestly be an honor to get kicked by Kobe. (laughs) Kobe,
0: (laughs) I'm gonna kick me me tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) The next show I go to, I'm gonna go in full riot gear just in case he does kick me. Oh, man. This has been a great talk with you guys. Uh, I was, if anybody joined in halfway or wasn't listening at the beginning, I've been sitting down talking with Liberty Ware and Jada Garcia from the band Uncle. You guys are located in the Otumwa area of Iowa, and you're playing shows everywhere from Iowa City through Otumwa to Des Moines. Sounds about right? Hell,
2: yeah.
0: Heck, yeah. Go yeah. Ch- go Anywhere ch-
1: else, they'll take us. Let's, <laughs> let's do it.
0: Anybody else listening that wants uh, an awesome punk band uh, that... <laughs> somehow transcends the genre of what female punk is it's it's worth it so check out uncle online give them a like go to their uh facebook page their instagram check out the songs on youtube uh you can check them out on spotify i'm sure everything's on itunes and google play and uh everywhere else you want heck maybe even uh ask your alexa to play some uncle maybe she'll maybe alexa will play uncle i don't know um has anybody tried that yet maybe somebody should try that and let us know how that works
1: I tried to, like, shazam one of our songs, and that didn't work. <laughs> not, <Alexa>. not, yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We'll yes. hopefully.
0: see. So uh, I just want to say thanks, guys, for taking some time out of your day to do a Skype cast with me, because it's uh, one of the toughest parts about doing this podcast is meeting up with people. And, uh, you know, since there's several hundred miles in between us... It, uh, it only made sense to do one of these types of interviews. So hopefully I will get the opportunity to see you guys live soon. And, uh, maybe we can even get a little podcast done face to face sometime.
1: That would be awesome. We had so much fun doing this. And but, we would love to do it again.
0: <laughs> well, good, good, good. Uh, I'm looking forward to what you guys have coming up in the future, uh, as far as music and things like that. I'm going to be jamming on your guys's tunes for a while now. So thank you guys very much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having us. Thank as- you.
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm going to get in contact with you here after I hang up. But uh, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Thank you. Yep. Have a Talk good day, guys. To you later.
0: You too. Oh, yeah. That was a good episode. Uh, Never met either one of those ladies. Uh, You guys listen to me talking to them for the first time i'm serious go check their music out it's really fun it's online they're from uh the Atumwa area there's a strong scene over in the Atumwa area uh, like i mentioned in the intro like all the way up to iowa city and it's starting to bleed into the quad cities areas those bands are starting to make their way over to des moines and uh even up north into the fort dodge area as I mentioned in the intro, so check it out. Their music uh, is in the links below. Go find them on Facebook. Uh, give them a like. And the whole nine yards. It's a great band. A couple of great gals. I uh, I really enjoyed the podcast. It was a fun experience trying to do an interview with two people at once. Um, I'm kind of just branching out and just let myself have no limits here. Now, uh, for a long time, I wanted to just do one-on-one interviews, and I wanted to try to do it with people that I. I was at least slightly familiar with and uh, lately I've been feeling a lot of requests to interview people that I I don't have the slightest clue who they are but the way they describe what they're doing kind of intrigues me so I want to I want to maybe in the f- near future, I'm going to be talking to some people on Skype that I've, I haven't met before that are from music scenes that I have no clue even existed, uh, or that ones I don't have much of a frame of reference on. So it might help out with uh, people listening in, finding new people, uh, new kinds of music, getting a new perspective on something, either based on a uh, completely different style of music than we're all used to listening to, or whatever. You know, it's a uh, I'm just going to kind of s- start doing whatever i guess uh at first it was skype podcasts and and now i'm talking to people that i've i've never met before over skype and they just send me music and i sit there and listen to it for a few days and it's just like dang this stuff's pretty good for example the uh uncle stuff so that's on that's on spotify uh there is a spotify playlist i made it's called like audible farm uh iowa punk i believe um i'm pretty sure i tossed their music into that playlist so That's uh, a place you can go if you're on Spotify. Uh, Don't forget to check out Audible Farm on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe there. Uh, All the podcasts are there as well as any streaming service. Uh, Check out the website. I uh, threw uh, a streaming service on there for Audible Farm for SoundCloud. If you want to listen to audio uh, from SoundCloud, some people are diehard YouTubers. So I did throw a YouTube streaming link on there as well. If you want to go to the website, there's also links to everything Audible Farm. You got the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram—I mean, the whole nine yards. We, we've pretty much got one of every account. We're a- available on the very biggest ones. For example, like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram; those were going to be the ones. There is—I think there's like a Reddit account I created back in the day. There's there's pretty much one of everything I tried to create for Audible Farm just to see. What was going to stick where so check us out on the website? You can find links to all of the major platforms there as well as streaming services Uh, There are all sorts of things there on the bottom. There is actually a uh, Form you can fill out and it uh, it's like a little contact us form and that will get you in touch with us And we can maybe set up a Skype interview or even cooler. We can set up a face-to-face interview I do a little bit of traveling around the state either for my job or for school um, as well as a couple bands I, I have played, so check that out. You can uh, hit me up. Maybe we can do a little interview. Uh, speaking of traveling, I recently played a show with Unity in Illinois at Armageddon Fest 2019. It was a great show. Um, Unity's a, a metal band. Uh, I posted some links to the videos on the. Well, I guess I posted it pretty much everywhere. They're on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, shared them on the Audible Farm accounts at Audible Farm. So check those out. If you want a link to the YouTube page, go to the website, www.audiblefarm.com. There will be a link to YouTube. You can go there and subscribe so you can never miss another podcast again. I'm going to check out for this week. Uh, uh, It's kind of early in the morning and I'm doing some recording here. So I got got stuff to do. I got to take off, everybody. So I'll check you all next week. Thanks, Uncle, for joining me. Peace.